listening to the home of cool, irreverent, and entertaining talk right here on L.A. Talk Radio. You're listening to The Art of Love with your host, Lucia, right here on L.A. Talk Radio. The Art of Love. My name is Lucia. I'm your host and a dating and relationship expert. And I'm here to entertain, educate, and enlighten you about love, dating, and relationships. Solve your uh, dating dilemmas, take your live calls, answer your emails, and speak to authors and people who can give us great information about, of course, relationships like the one wonderful woman I have on today um, I actually know her and uh, I'm gonna bring her on right now it's gonna be a very exciting show if you're into the law of attraction this is gonna turn things upside down for you hello Carol hi Lucia how are you doing so great to be on with you today this is really a momentous occasion <laughs> yes, after all these years I know because I actually discovered you in uh, 1998 and uh, when yeah, I, I was looking back, then my goodness, it's been a while. I know it's been a, a long and prosperous relationship. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> when I started reading your materials, I felt like I'd been given the keys to the universe, literally. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. So it's that, done differently, done differently than it's normally taught. Well, I had never even heard about the law of attraction, so you were actually my first uh, person that I heard it from, and. You know, um, but uh-huh. let me introduce uh-huh. you a bit. Let's see, you are an international speaker and a popular radio and TV talk show guest. In 1986, you discovered and developed a new creative procedure called Power Vision, an accelerated form of visualization which is applied through the heart rather than the mind. So, this um, is it. yeah. Hey. So, oh. briefly explain your background and how you got into the field. Well, I, I got into it because of a very. Uh, Oh, goodness, tumultuous situation in my life, which uh-huh. a lot of people, I suppose, do. That when you have no place else to go, you either go down or you find your power. And I decided to figure out how to survive and find my power. And that's what it, what happened. It was, a, it was a, because of a wonderful marriage that ended up disastrous, unfortunately. But it was at the late, um, goodness, I guess it was right at the beginning of, the, of about 1980 that this all started to happen and unravel. And, and drugs were very prevalent at the time, especially cocaine, which uh, a lot of people didn't even realize was that disastrous. But mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, four years later, uh, he managed to lose every single thing that we had. And I was trying to get out of the thing almost the whole time, but was very seriously ill. So I, I studied and, and tried to figure out how to come into my power almost the entire time. And fortunately, uh, in the nick of time, it practically picked me up and pulled me out of a very chaotic experience and plopped me down into the most gorgeous, magnificent apartment uh, overlooking the ocean in, in Newport Beach. And it was... Um, yeah, it was really dramatic at the time. I just did a, te- did a technique that did it in about three weeks' time. When, and at the time that it happened, I had no money, no job. I was very ill, had gone bankrupt, and uh, had nowhere else to go. And that was, uh, and it's what it did. And I really did a visualization that uh, just pretty much catapulted me to the next level. And it got my attention, and I wanted to know everything about it. And I started to really use it then uh, on a whole other level where I could really use it to not only seriously support myself in a way, not in teaching it, but in in, in understanding how to attract everything that I needed to me. Um, And and I started to do it in a different way. I did it through the heart rather than through the mind, and then I started to teach it a year later. Okay, so when you said it it changed your life in three weeks, are you talking about the visualization through the heart? I did a visualization that, well, it's a combination. It's really, it's a combination of a technique, Mm -hmm. Which, uh, which the one that I used for the apartment was actually the meditative technique at the time. But I, t- I teach so many different techniques. That's what, the meditative <laughs> is one certainly I recommend for a person to get into um, another into a new home or to uh, to visualize themselves on vacation. That one's an easy one to do that on. But there's so many different techniques. Um, 
and of course we're going to be talking about relationships mm-hmm. today, yes. which, which is mm-hmm. not exactly the one that I would be teaching for that one, but that's the one I use, but it's the energy behind it, and the energy behind it uh, is going to be the part that's going to either, um, you know, it will be the part that's going to, to give it such life that it's going to happen rather quickly, and it will be personalized for you. That's what got my attention. It was personalized for me, and it was all in synchronicity, and it was all greater than what it is that I had actually visualized in the first place, and I know a lot of times that's what people are a little bit... Um, concerned about? Mm-hmm. Is there concerned about maybe visualizing something that possibly isn't for their highest good or something that maybe they're going to choose the wrong way? This doesn't, when you're doing it, the, when you use the, the law of attraction correctly and you're really doing it through the heart, it's always going to give you a greater outcome. It's always going to come and expanded. And it's always going to be um, personalized and, and really bring in something that's greater than just the thing itself. So it's uh, it's an awesome uh, you know, it's, our power is awesome. It really is being able to really take advantage of using it. But it really is a fine line and using it correctly. Um, yeah, you know, when The Secret First came out and um, a lot of the authors, they were on the Larry King show. Right. And, uh, you know, people were calling in. They kept asking questions. Well, how does this work? And what do you mean? And so, well, you know, you think about this and you think about that. And I was thinking, I was yelling at the TV. Actually, I was like, no, you have to use your feelings. <laughs> they weren't yeah. giving the right answers. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, a lot of times what's happened with all of this, and that was pretty much a basic sort of, I think they were sort of basically giving people the idea of understanding that they had power. Yeah. But what's happened with a lot of this is that uh, it's all really coming from a, from the, um, a, a lot of the teaching that was in the late 1800s. And then ever since then, people have really been take, taking that old teaching and making, uh, you know, doing the same kind of language, teaching the same spiel over and over and over. Unfortunately, it wasn't taught correctly back then, so mm-hmm. they keep repeating the old thing, and it's always done through the mind, and it's only going to go so far. It's just going to create so far, and a person's always going to be trying to do it by themselves, and then if they don't do it just right, then they question them themselves. They question their life. They question life itself, their, you know, God or yeah, whatever, and, and, and they start to actually go backwards instead of forwards after a while because they're so busily analyzing and, and picking apart their life that it starts to become a detriment that rather than an advantage to themselves. Now, you know, you talk about being at one with what you desire. Uh, can you explain that a bit? Well, that's going to be a key thing. Uh, what happens whenever we create anything... We, there's so many ways, like I say, to do it. Uh, you can either visualize it, you can write it down, you can speak your word. Uh, it creates a form uh, when you ever you write anything down or, or draw a picture of it or uh, have clarity about something. It actually creates the formation of your desire, and then that form is implanted within your heart. Mm-hmm. And that is where you keep it alive. And so there's always two parts to everything. There's an inner essence and the outer form. When you realize that, then you're able to really pinpoint the energy and how to attract something to you. Because the goal really is energizing that form in your heart and that form becomes magnetic and then draws to you the outer the outer uh, form itself. And that could be people, places, or things. So anytime you're at one with something you're going to be drawing that thing to you very, very quickly because you're knowing what you're doing. Most of the time, people are trying to think their way. They're trying to program what they think is their subconscious in their mind, in their head. But actually, that's in the, when you're talking about subconscious area, that's in your heart. And so they're tr- all do working in their head. Mm-hmm. And it really, about, about as far as they're going to get is a headache. <laughs> it, makes it, very, it makes it very difficult to do. But, you know, I always explain the thing is, is that there's, there's two parts to us as well. There's, there's, not just, there's not just the intellect. We've got masculine and feminine energies. And the top three chakras are the masculine and the lower three are the feminine. But the heart chakra is the masculine and the feminine mm-hmm. and that means that that is the perfect place to create because you put male, female together, it's like rabbits, right? (laughs) (laughs) They they create. They create, they create, they create. But if a person's trying to do it in their mind through the intellect, we're, we're talking about 
doing this with just the male energy, and we haven't seen a man have a, a baby yet. No, this almost. is not going to happen. But, boy, he's going to get real frustrated trying, and that's about what happens with all of this. So, you know, people don't realize they have power, but then when they realize they do have it, then they try so hard mm-hmm. to use it just right, but um, it becomes a snag after a while. Right. If, um, they're, if they are doing it that way, if they are doing it through just the mind. Yeah. You know, I asked about, you know, being at one with, because I don't know if you heard, it's going to sound really strange, but it's a true story, about this woman who fell in love with her bow and arrow. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, no, I, I haven't heard that one. Oh, <laughs> I know. It sounds like a joke. It's a true, oh, it's a true story. She fell What's in love. That? There's really? like, a, okay. uh, a, like an illness or a sickness where people fall in love with objects. So okay. she fell in love with her bow and arrow. And so, of course, she took up archery. And she went on to become Olympic, um, you know, at the level of an Olympian, and she won a gold medal. Oh, I can see that happening, Yes, and and she said Mm -hmm. she felt at one with her bow and arrow. She felt like the molecules from the bow and arrow and from her own body were, like, mixed together. Yeah, definitely. That's the thing that's going to do it, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And anything you love really does whisper its secrets to you, and it serves you. So that would definitely, I mean, you become the master over it. So... That definitely does. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, and so, then and then when she when she fell out of love, she couldn't shoot hit the bullseye anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, did she fall out of love with him? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, she fell. She fell, and she fell in love with like the Eiffel Tower. I know it sounds so crazy, but it's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, now you said that we're not here to learn lessons. Whereas everywhere you go, everyone says, "Oh, you know, you need to learn a lesson. You need to learn a lesson." So, I know. Oh boy! Well, okay. So here's here's the problem with that. Mm-hmm. There's there's a big problem with it. Period. I mean, there's a whole chapter in my uh, my book about this card issue. You know, the one about warning, warning, <laughs> looking for the lesson will be hazardous to your wealth. Uh-huh. So, uh, <laughs> okay, the book is called the Emergency Handbook for Getting Money Fast. Yes, in case I, anybody I, wonders what that is, I have two copies. But the um, <laughs> the reason there there's a problem with this when for many, many, many reasons. And first of all, basically, in order to be successful with creating anything in a person's life, they need to feel as though it's theirs already. You need to be thinking from it, not about it. And what people do uh, when they start to understand their powers, they start to visualize something or, or focus on something or affirm it or you know, go towards something, and then it doesn't work. And they say, oh, wow, what did I do to create that? What's the lesson I need to learn from this? So instead of continuing continuing to feeling at, as though it's theirs right now, which they want to do in the vision and also in their interaction with the physical world, you want to be feeling as though it's yours already. Mm-hmm. They start to analyze why it didn't work. Mm-hmm. And not only analyze why it didn't work, they want to learn a lesson as to why it didn't work too. <laughs> <laughs> so I always, I always explain it's like, taking the vision going stab, stab, stab and kill, kill, kill the vision, you know. They're not going to just say it's not there. They're going to really tear it apart and make sure they don't feel like they have it. So that's one problem. Uh. Another problem is the fact that a person is continually trying to analyze the physical world, which which is the part I say is the snag in this whole thing. They start to analyze it and pick it apart and start to realize that they're responsible for creating everything. And then if it doesn't look just right to them, they're going to analyze it and say, what did I do? What did I do wrong? Where, what do I need to learn from this? Instead of realizing that this thing is probably uh, changing to their benefit, something great is happening in all of it, they start to put up more of a, a negative to a negative, which is going to create another negative. But if they were to be looking at it more from you know, a place of, wow, there's something great's going to happen in this. This thing is going to bless me. This thing is going to have, there's going to be a gift in this. Mm-hmm. It, then it becomes a positive, and when you put a positive to a negative, it creates a positive. That's the law of polarity. It has right. to work like that. So you start to use that to your advantage. But people really um, start to, to, to get to a point where they're so busy looking for lessons and feeling like they're being taught lessons, They've, they're almost missing the pure joy of life itself, and they're too busy tearing it apart to really appreciate just every little aspect of it and not consider and perceive it all to be something that they've done wrong or something that life is doing that's wrong. Because if you, if you let it mm-hmm. keep evolving, it's probably going to get you to the next plateau. Mm-hmm. So it's, and, and then the thing is, is that you, it's not like you don't learn things in the middle of it all. It's just that you're not learning from your own little 
limited perception, you actually want to tap into a greater, higher source that's actually coming through you where uh, the intuitive nature comes through that, that you start to have profound realizations that are more multidimensional than just trying to tear apart a little physical third-dimensional picture mm-hmm. that we are aware of. Right. And um, Yeah, it's just, it, it becomes a greater learning experience where you're not trying to do it yourself. Right. I don't know. That. Yeah, <laughs> no, that, that totally to you. Well, makes sense to me. I don't know about anybody I'm else. sure it does <laughs> to you. I hope that's Starless. I know all your material backwards and forwards. Um, I know. Now, you, you know, last summer, um, you know, I, things started moving along in my career. I shot a, a pilot for a TV pilot and other things were happening. And all of a sudden, my, you know, my DVR stopped working. My computer was stopped working. A doorknob fell off a door. It's like, when does, that, <laughs> when does that happen that the doorknob falls off? You know, and some other things. And I was like, what the heck is going on? And then uh-huh. I remembered one of your classes about falling apart is falling together. So explain what that means. Yes. And that, that's just monumental to understand what to do when things like that happen so you know how to get through that. And because really there, there's where people falter and they start to, again, judge themselves and judge life and wonder what the heck's going on. So, you know, there's many ways to get around with that one. That's one of the big things that I do, do teach. And uh, there's many reasons for things that fall apart. But the most important thing is if you perceive it to be great, it's going to come together better. <laughs> Oh, this is great. It, it, certainly, down. <laughs> it can certainly happen through very low vibrational energy. And that that happens normally with people though that are really completely don't have any don't even realize they have any power. It's really a person yeah, I don't think you can even go back to that stage. It's mm. a person that really gets to the point like I remember when I was completely completely at the point of having no power at all in my marriage Mm -hmm. (laughs) when I was completely clueless Uh that uh I had any (laughs) at that point. Okay, I remember every single thing in the house falling apart, including (laughs) the bathroom. (laughs) Every single thing, but the vibration was so slowed down. And you know, and I was so ill at the time, and it was a wonder I could even do anything. So, but that's from very slowed by, down vibrational energy that a person can experience that kind of an event. Uh, it can also happen when you're about ready to make a breakthrough if you're at another whole other level of, of um, living in life mm-hmm. where you really come into your power and you're, you've been visualizing, and then all of a sudden things start to fall apart, and it's like you're ready to, to go from one plateau to the next, and that can happen too. But the key to all of it is raising the vibration. It doesn't make any difference. The key to it all is just raising the vibration. And and what I mean by that is doing anything that just makes you feel wonderful. Shift the energy somehow, or rather, get yourself to a higher vibrational energy where you actually feel, um, you know, maybe things like gratitude or beautiful music or sunrises or sunsets or flowers, uh, fragrances, uh, music, singing, dancing, laughter mm-hmm. is one of the highest vibrational energies that there is. Um, you know, connecting to a higher power and feeling loved all of the time. Anything you can find, mm-hmm. you know, shift that energy and then uh, focus on everything being together and focus on what you do have that's together and being grateful for what you do have and it will start to transform. <laughs> the key, whole the bottom line is focus on what you want. Right. <laughs> and don't on the other yeah yeah I think for me what was happening was things were moving along in my career so I was breaking through to another level that's what it sounds like to me for you definitely because if you you, because you've been doing this you know and you were obviously ready to go to another level with it all yes and a lot of times what does happen is we won't let go of things unless it just (laughs) unless they break (laughs) so pretty soon you end up with a new computer the new (laughs) car the new home (laughs) like okay I wasn't going to stop to do that but I think this is pretty good (laughs) well I just got the iPhone and I wasn't planning on it but my other phone was dying I'm like no yeah there you go see It's like, like right, it's fine. like some of these things can't even be in our experience because we're uh, at a whole different vibration, so they have to go away, and then yes. ones that match our vibration come into our experience. So that's usually what happens once you start to get in your, to your power. That's the kind of uh, expansion that happens in a person's life. Great. Then I'll be expecting a Maserati soon. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> with a man in it. Uh, yeah, or two. Um, okay, so let's talk about love. Love. <laughs> now, okay, you say that you okay. have, you must love something if you um okay you must love something in order to have control over it. So does that work with relationships? 
Well, definitely if you, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you really love, if you love a relationship correctly, then that relationship is going to be something that's going to be empowering to you and to the person. Mm -hmm. Uh, When a person doesn't love the relationship correctly, Uh it will drain it of its energy. So feelings are going to be the key, period. And anything in any manifestation of anything that's a person that has, and everybody's manifesting. No, we're, you know, it's not like people that don't know about it aren't manifesting. Every single person's manifesting. But the key to whether you're manifesting at a great level where these things are going to be uh, strong and powerful and staying in your life is whether or not it's, it's the type of feelings that you're giving them. And if you're giving them the kind of love that's an empowering love, mm-hmm. it's going to give it more life and it's going to, and it's going to be empowering empowering to them, it's going to be empowering to you, it's going to bless everybody. If it's a a love that's pulling and draining and attached, Mm. it's going to drain it of its energy and it's going to go away. Uh, you know that the 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 thing is is that attachment, emotional attachment, is going to kill the vision, and it'll kill and drain anything that we are attached to of its life in the physical world. So you know, people have a tendency mm-hmm. of getting emotionally attached mm-hmm. to relationships. It doesn't mean that you don't get to have a wonderful, great love affair and a, and the and the great love of your life, and that the love isn't passionate. It's actually more passionate. But it's not a, a a love that you feel powerless in, and it's a love that actually strengthens you both. But it's where it's coming from that's going to be the key. If you're going to be trying to do the loving yourself, it's going to be more or less an attached love. But if you let it come through you, it empowers both of you. What do you mean, let it come through you? Like, how well, do you do I that? know. So <laughs> this is going to be, <laughs> help us out. Or you it. know the answer to that one. Well, but you know, like I everything don't. that I teach, I don't. I, I teach teach how to really connect to the higher source and and I don't care what that higher source is but there's something greater coming through all of us and I always uh, recommend that that's the energy that you use to create with and that you allow to create through you and uh, that power within us then that really moves through us it gives us tremendous life and that you know, that's what can really energize the form in your heart so that you're not trying to energize it all by yourself you can but it's better if you do it this way because it will create it in synchronicity real quickly and um, and it will also especially if it's a, a, the love that's coming through you mm-hmm. that's empowering both you and the relationship it comes through very very powerfully and it's going to be a very passionate love affair makes it much greater and mm-hmm. makes it so that you're not feeling like you're attached to the person, too. And they don't feel that they're not running for their life, too, feeling like <laughs> something's starting to pull at them. Because I'll tell you what, they can feel it. Yeah. Even if you're not around, they can feel it. Mm. And it's a very sensitive energy, yeah. Um, okay, so what should one do if they feel neglected in their relationship? If they're feeling neglected in their relationship, I would say find something greater in your experience because the person's not going to be the thing that's going to be. That's not. It's not about the relationship. The they're just like something that is either um, empowering more of your experience in life and and serving you on a greater level, or or they're going to be pulling things from you. And if they're if they're there as a detriment, you don't want that anyway. Uh, but your whole thing is about who you are, what you're doing, how you're how you're serving, how you're blessing others, how you're uh, uh, the things that you're making your life the most important thing for yourself, mm-hmm. and making your things that you're doing in your life uh, the most interesting and most important, so that you can share those with others, including the relationship that you're in. If you have time to feel neglected, then you're not doing an awful lot with your valuable time that you can be doing for your own self uh-huh. with your own life. And isn't also because maybe you're neglecting yourself, so it's just a reflection? Say that again? Isn't it also, uh, could it be because you you are neglecting yourself, so it's simply... Well, there's definitely, yeah, that's that's true. You're neglecting the, what you're, the possibilities with your life. A lot of times what will happen with most of this, and, and you know, the relationship area is, is, is certainly the, the tricky one. Mm. And, uh, you know, 
that's why I always teach money first. <laughs> <laughs> Which we all need right now. They need to get that one down yes. first because the <laughs> other one's money. a luxury. <laughs> okay. The, you know, the, the male-female integration workshop is, uh, is one that, of course, you know that I teach later on in the, in the whole program because you really need to know the, the other parts first to even get to this point. Right. Uh, but it all comes down to the masculine and feminine within a person. And the relationship that you're having on the inside and the thought, you're hearing two voices practically. You're hearing an emotional voice and the intellectual voice. And most of the time people aren't paying too much attention to the emotional one as they are just really uh, not only neglecting it, but they're sort of um, uh, being very, um, what is the word, uh, geez, they're, they're <laughs> usually are being very critical of it continually uh-huh. and blaming it for whatever is happening because it's the part of ourselves. The female side is the part that goes out and, and uh, can be out of control at times. It's mm-hmm. the part that if it feels abandoned or, or left out, it'll go step itself with food or um, it'll... It'll do everything. It'll it'll spend money faster than the than the male is trying to make it. <laughs> it'll do everything that it's not supposed to be doing. Going on the phone, it'll be it'll it'll be the one that procrastinates, mm-hmm. and then it's always being uh, admonished by the male energy. Mm-hmm. That's more of the parental side. So usually people are leading with their masculine energy and dragging the female behind, and and that's why then it tries to go out and find the love of its life so they can be feeling accepted and loved by somebody because they're not getting it on the inside. So that all has to be understood and reconciled really before a person can can achieve a very, very uh, fulfilling relationship on the outside. Yeah, you know, whenever I see like someone in court that they know they've done something really bad and they look, you know, scared and innocent, I think. Wait, say that, say that one more time. You muted that a little bit. Okay, I said whenever, um, you know, I see someone let's see on TV and they, they show them in the courtroom and they've done something, you know, really bad. Oh, yeah. And, and they look so, you know, scared and innocent. I think, oh, you know, it's like the male went out and did the bad thing, and now there's the female in the courtroom. Well, I always, I, I always, I know, it's just the saddest <laughs> thing, isn't it? Because you know that there's two parts to the right, people. Right, two people. <laughs> and you know very well that there's one side that did it, and the other side was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> stop. And then you think, don't, um, you, you want to, you just feel so badly for the other side. And then I love the part where they say, oh, the person's, there's nothing, you know, the person's, there's nothing wrong with them. They're not mentally insane or they're not mentally off their <laughs> you yeah. think, oh my gosh, you don't even realize there are so many different voices going on inside that they very easily had gotten out of control with this thing. Yeah, definitely. It's it's a it's really to be understood. This whole thing really is. Yeah. Because how do you imprison? half of that person in there. <laughs> you really need to, you know what, I, I told somebody the other day, and, and, I, and I really mean this, I've got the audio book is coming out of the emergency handbook, and it's just, mm-hmm. oh my That's gosh, great. Uchi, it's just so profound, oh, I, I, can't I, I think it would melt Bin Laden's heart if he were still alive, oh. <laughs> anyway, I want it to go in every prison there is, wow. I, I absolutely want it to go in every prison. Uh-huh. It's just going to be so important. It's such an awesome thing, oh. really giving people another it. way to go. It's so beautiful. I believe it. Now, you know, uh, with, with some of your techniques, is it possible to make someone fall in love? Can the, Is it possible to do what? Is it possible to make, uh, make someone fall in love? It is absolutely possible. I'm not sure that's a good idea, <laughs> you know. Or, or to, you absolutely to can someone, do so. To help someone, there's very them. many ways help. to. Oh, <laughs> help you know, I mean, there's so many ways to use techniques and uh, to uh, get into a love relationship, to to really energize the one that you're in. Oh gosh, well, so give, many. Give us one. Which one? Do. Which one is the best? Huh? Which one was, would you say is the best one? Would you say the animated? There's technique? so. Oh my gosh, there's just so many numerous <laughs> ways to do so. Um, you know, the the first thing a person would do is, first of all, get clarity that they want to get into a relationship, period. Mm-hmm. That's that's one thing. Clar- if you have clarity and you really are ready for one, you're going to be getting into one. But most of the time, people aren't too clear. They'll say, I'm ready for a relationship, but then they'll look at themselves in the mirror and say, well, I really have to lose weight first, or I really don't have time for this. I'll wait. I have to do this or that. But they forget that part. They forget that they said that, mm. and then they keep looking for this relationship, and then they think that it's because they aren't in shape. 
that they're not getting into one. When mm-hmm. actually they said they aren't ready for one till they do get in the shape. Uh-huh. So they they think that this is really validating that there's something wrong with themselves. When actually they they just didn't have clarity. Because if you have clarity and say, okay, you know what, I'm fine right now, and I can get into one then uh, they'll get into one. But if you really want, but if you seriously do want to get into shape, then realize that and say, okay, I'm not ready for one yet. And then don't judge the exterior and wonder why they're not there. Just realize you're not ready yet. And then when you are ready, they'll be there. So that's one thing. If you just have clarity, mm-hmm. that's it. Um, another one is that, um, you know, I, I, I go back to the fun times of manifesting them and my girlfriend's manifesting them and my giving different things to people that are manifested. It's been uh-huh. so quick that it's done. I, I remember one time when I was was uh, honestly first beginning this whole thing and just getting out of the relationship that I was with and had been in a, a couple little silly ones, but I was with a uh, a friend and she had been through a bunch of Uh, She'd been through a a very devastating divorce, and she was older, and we were driving somewhere, and she was going on and on and on. I think it happened 15 or 20 years before. Mm -hmm. I'll never find anybody, and I just yelled at her, and I said, for heaven's sakes, Annalie, don't you know you're magnetic? (laughs) 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 You're magnetic. (laughs) That is the key. That's first of all the key. And then I said, I'm ready for, you know what, I'm ready for one now. And the next time I get into one, he's going to be big. That's what I said. Now the, very, <laughs> now, the very next day, I was lying out at the pool. It was not in, it was in a, it was not even in a singles area. This was in a residential area with my uh, neighbor who was probably 25 years older. 30 years older at the time, we're laying out the pool. We're the only ones in the pool. It's like 10 o'clock in the morning on a Monday morning. And I'm lying there on this raft with a hat over my head, and I'm hearing something at the gate, and he's yelling at my neighbor if she could come over and he wanted to ask her a question. And and I looked up, and here was this enormous Uh man sitting at the gate. (laughs) Turned out he was a a professional bodybuilder. And I looked up, and I thought, oh, my gosh, that's him. And I just peeked through the holes, and I thought, wow, that's him. And uh, he wanted to use her phone. She got out of the pool, went to her place, came back again. He was gone, and I said, who was that? She said, she told me, and I said, I said, uh, I'll tell you what, you know that stuffed <laughs> stuffed chicken, I think, in my house? Uh-huh. So I said, you can have that if you set me up with that guy. And uh, that was Jack. Remember Jack in my story? Mm, I don't know. I don't remember Jack. You remember Jack, the bodybuilder? That was. Oh, yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. Okay, I remember now. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that's how that one manifested. But there's, you know, there's just, that that was clarity. Boy, that was speaking the word. He was a great boy. He was like my fairy godfather. Got me out of bodily, moved me out of that place. Wow. <laughs> Took a bodybuilder to do that. But um, I had a girlfriend that... Um, that we were when we were doing all of this together and she kept she what she did she wrote the qualities down on the card and then she felt like she was drawing this person to herself now of course you have to be careful because you you know how we know this is you're at one with the essence you're energizing the form in your heart and then the outer form is drawn to you mm-hmm. so you want to remember there's two parts that's how you're at one with somebody do it that way and I don't think she was that clever but she felt magnetic to the person and and then uh, this man called her up and then she said, I'm sorry, I'm not dating right now. And so she was very, you know, very short with him. Uh-huh. Then she kept taking the, the, the things and draw the person to her like a magnet. And then she, this person would call her back again. She, I'm not dating. Did you, I tell you? Three times. And oh. she got very mad the last time and said to me, what do you think? You think that could be him? And I said, I don't know why she go out with him. And she went out with him. They've been married now for oh my God. <laughs> many years. Wow. <laughs> Many years, but it took a lot. Yes. She still couldn't mess it up. She kept drawing him to her. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> shut him down. Right, right, right. Um, Poor guy. But um, you know, I have. Um, what about the, there's a way to do it when? When? Pardon me. I was going to say, what about the animated technique? <laughs> That seems quite easy. There is the animated. There's a way you could do the animated technique. Certainly, you could do that. You could um, uh, put the person in the room, 
and you could talk to the person. If you if you're in a relationship, or now here's one how you can be manipulative, and I really wouldn't recommend it. But but go ahead. Uh, so you have to be a little <laughs> bit careful with this. Uh-oh. You could, but it, but but the thing is, is that I think when a person realizes how much power they have in a relationship, they're not so frantic about mm-hmm. the relationship anymore. Right. But when you have the animated technique, that really puts you in your power with a relationship because if they look like they're getting distant or they're not really paying attention to you or you're really not get hearing what you know maybe they're not being considerate or they're mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. Uh, various <laughs> things you could put them in the room and you could speak to them now you're talking about not them themselves you're talking about their, their essence, essence right room and you're saying to them i see you and you could call them by name as being um, let's see, as being uh, supportive and uh, enthusiastic and recognizing my great values and being considerate and uh, always on time and conscientious and and honest and having integrity. You could say things like that mm. and then put your arms around them and say, I love you, and then feel them hugging you and loving you back. Um, what what you can't say is I see you as falling in love with me and giving me a new Mercedes. <laughs> Darn! <laughs> and divorcing your wife. <laughs> you, I mean, you can't do those kinds of things. Uh-huh. But if you do it the right way, you'll give them such good energy that they're going to feel very drawn to you. And then I used to do it to, to one of the ones I had, and he'd call me every time. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, in fact, um, you know my relationship contemplation audio, which yeah. is actually takes it to a whole other level because it does add the right energy into it. Uh, the night that I was recording that, I was actually had this person in mind, and the I could hear the answering machine clicking on and off the entire time I'm trying to record, uh-huh. and it was him. Wow. <laughs> trying to figure out what you're up to. <laughs> yeah, well, we. I think you know what I got done at midnight. We went to a party right after that. <laughs> wow, you have a lot of energy. <laughs> Go to a party at midnight. Uh, didn't I? I, I? I still do. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be going to sleep at midnight. <laughs> um, what? I said I'd be going to sleep at midnight. Yeah, wouldn't you think? Oh my goodness! But no, oh, he was great fun. <laughs> wow. Now, uh, let's yeah. see what other relationship questions do I have for you. What about, um, what's happening on an energy level when someone doesn't want to commit? Well, you know, again, focus on what you want. And you see them being, you see this person being uh, open and ready to commit. Now, if they're not open and ready to commit, they're going to be more adverse looking than they were to begin with and another one will come in that is open and ready to commit but therein lies the problem if a person says i i see myself um you know uh in in a relationship with someone that is open and ready to commit or i see so and so is being ready and open to commit if they do that in the animated technique and then that person takes off Here's where the problem is. Uh-huh. Then they look at that and they think, what's wrong with me? What do I need to learn from this? What's wrong with them? Uh-huh. Uh, what do I need? You know, they start to analyze the whole thing. That's when you go backwards. But if you realize that you want to stay clear, you want to stay focused on what do you want and that you know that you do want somebody and that you see yourself with somebody that's open and ready to commit, then you can allow that energy to move away and then it'll allows the next person to come in that is ready and open to commit and they can do it come in very quickly if you can stay at that energy and not buy into what the outer picture looks like and get into judgment because it could look pretty bad just like a mm-hmm. car falling apart or or uh, the phone, you know, it's yeah. falling apart. It can look pretty bad because you're because it's because it's not matching your energy anymore. It's going to have to fall apart and go away sometimes because we won't let go of it ourselves. And then that can look bad. But if a person stays on that negative energy and and, and analyzes it, it doesn't let that transform and come into the next level. I, I love how you say to just thumb your nose at the third dimension. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to do that because everything is happening in the fourth dimension and that's where your vision lies everything that you're focused upon when you have the vision in your heart uh, and that that form of it is it's already taking place in the non-physical world that's the fourth dimension and that fourth dimensional energy then takes place next in the third dimension so the third dimension is always a secondary picture 
and that's why you can thumb your nose at it because you always recognize you're bigger than the picture. This is just a picture, and it's gonna and it's an old picture. And if you don't want the picture anymore and you're not impressed with it, you can focus on the new picture, live from there, and let this new picture then come into your experience, and you can start to experience it uh, in this in your life. Yeah, the third dimension is like yesterday's news. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. But if you keep reading next yesterday's <laughs> news, keep giving it energy, you're going to keep, keep experiencing yesterday's news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, in yeah. the, in the fe- uh, male-female integration course, you said uh, that when a woman develops and expresses her male side, she becomes more feminine. How can that be? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, I explain um, people, this is very powerful. When you blend male and female energies, that's really when you're in your power. That's when you really become very um, uh, prosperous in your life. You're very, you're very productive in your life, and it's where you really start to soar in the world and you start to come into your power. And I uh, try to give an example of who that would look like that has masculine and feminine energies that are blended together that we people we know. Mm-hmm. And I think Goldie Hawn's a great example right. <laughs> of that. And she's definitely, with her energy uh, coming together, has got a great channel of energy. She's very productive. She has a great lifestyle. And she's feminine. But she's powerful in her energy. Mm-hmm. She's not a masculine energy trying to make all this happen and try to make the success happen and try to do it all by herself. She's got a very feminine part to herself, and and that's, you know, a real good example of that one. So, you know, definitely. You definitely, uh, when you come into it, you're able to... to, Embrace that because really what happens when you're coming into masculine and feminine energy, you're really leading with your childlike energy anyway. Mm-hmm. That childlike energy is going to be the key. That That's going to be the key to your success. It's your most valuable commodity. It's the part that lets your energy soar, and it's the part that puts you into synchronicity because the, the, the energy then is expansive, and your childlike energy then uh, is in the guiding position. If it's not in the guiding position and it's being drugged behind, that's the part that's then going to invert and it's the part that's going to try and pull off of the physical world and try to get high off of the third dimensional things in the in the physical world off of food and, and off of relationships and drug, sex, and rock and roll. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all that. <laughs> that's where it's coming from. It's always a theme that, that childlike energy trying to pull from the physical. But if you have that in the guiding position, then it's high off of, uh, really, off of the, the, the life flow itself, of the passion that starts to come through you. Your, your energy is very powerful at that point. It is also an energy that is very, um, what is the word? This is a, a very desirous uh, to Magnetic? other people. Magnetic? So when, if you were to be in, in, a, in a relationship, if you go out with someone and they sense that energy. Everybody wants to be around it, and they want to mm-hmm. be a part of it. They sense that it's very empowered, mm-hmm. and it's not a part of you that's pulling on them to get their power from them. It's that it's a part that's really uh, very confident, and it's coming through you. And everybody wants to be around that. Everybody wants to be a part of it. And that's why it's a very, uh, it's a very uh, prosperous energy where a person can would become very successful when they have that kind of an energy. Is that why you say the most in relationships important thing, uh-huh. and in business? Pardon me. Is that why you say the most important thing you can do is just go out and have fun? Well, I said thing? that if you want to create your desires mm-hmm. and uh, and you know I, what I said, it's very easy to do is write down what you want and go out and have a good time. Right. <laughs> That's same what thing. I said. <laughs> in other words, create the form and raise the vibration. That's basically it. Right. Right. <laughs> Um, you know, you mentioned synchronicity, and once I started using your, uh, you know, t- materials, I began to have more and more synchronistic events, and now it's to the point where um, I have synchronicity with words, which is kind of weird because let's say I'll be maybe reading a word or thinking a word, and all of a sudden, if the radio or the TV are, is on, like a split second later, that person on the radio or TV will say the same word. It does it all the time. It does it really for everybody all the time because words are magnetic to themselves anyway. But, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It does it all the time for me, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, so every mm-hmm. time it happens, I think, okay, good, that means I'm in sync. <laughs> I'm synchronous. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm not off, uh, off course. Um, what? Okay, so you also mentioned sprouts. So what are sprouts? 
Well, the sprouts are the things that's like when you when you envision something and you really focus on what it is that you desire, however you do that, whatever, whatever it's for, uh, the next thing is to go in the direction of it. And if you do that and you go in the direction of it, you're going to start to see little things that are going to come up that are going to guide you step-by-step uh, step toward what it is that you're focused on getting. And those are the sprouts that you want to follow. Those are very important is to, to do that. And when you're able to be more aware of those sprouts when you've raised your vibration. So it's a little hard to see it if a person's trying to do it through their mind, if they're trying to think their way there, if they're trying to, to um, be serious about any of this. That's not going to happen. If a person's doing that, again, mm -hmm. they're trying to do it with their masculine energy with just their intellect, they're going to try and do it by themselves, and that's just going to take you so far. Mm -hmm. It'll even if you create something, it's going to come in and it's going to go right back out again. Uh, so, and it takes a lot longer to do it. So that's not going to work. That it'll work, but it's not going to be advantageous to do it that way. But if you are coming from doing it through the heart and you're doing really expanding the energy, raising the vibration, getting into synchronicity, it works really quickly. And you start to become much more intuitive and you can see those little things that start to pop up and start to guide you and lead the way. And they're fun to follow. It's like a treasure hunt. You know, it's, it's, it really becomes a great fun journey toward your vision rather than trying to visualize and focus on something over and over and affirm it over and over and then wonder where it is and why it's not happening yet. Right. Uh, going back to synchronicity for a second, I just realized it's like, like with parking spaces. Um, why is it like with synchronistic events, it seems to happen like right at the last second. Like I, you know, I pull up to some place and someone is just pulling out. It's like, well, why yeah, can't they pull out right? It's just like every, cause everything really is in synchronicity. We have to do a lot to get out of the way of that. But for some reason, you know, when you're driving, it seems like you're easier. it's easier to get into synchronicity. I think people become aware more that those parking places are there. And now the more that they become aware, the, the more confident they are, the easier that is, and the more that they just sort of let that happen. And it always opens up right there for them. And it's become something that they, they've really... Uh, had just you know become very used to and it becomes very normal because our needs are met and it's the same with every single area of our life it isn't you know it'll happen on everything it's just that they've been accustomed to doing it that way but it can happen for absolutely everything and it does if we just get out of the way yeah, when I start to do it with parking spaces um, at my gym, because there's like four levels of parking, and I, of course I want to park on the lower level, and and so I start to getting park uh, to get parking on the lower level all the time. It was before I would never get parking. Oh there. yeah, I I thought I have I have my own parking place in many many areas, including San Francisco in New York. <laughs> I mean, I got them all over the place uh -huh. in a very specific a spot. Yeah, <laughs> my spot. That's right. Everywhere I go, and it's always there. It's I, amazing. I know. Love I, it. Another thing you always say, it. which I found really uh, empowering, was you said that the universe is always expanding and trying to make your life better, whereas people think that the universe is out to get them. Yeah, and that's going to be the... And you know, the problem with that is that everything is... That's the highest form of creativity is what is our concept of the universe or God, mm -hmm. because everything really is being created from that perception. And if that perception is clouded, and if that perception is always about that there's something that's over you, judging you, looking at you, analyzing you, testing you, then you're going to have that experience all of the time, and life will just be a drudgery to get through. And it's always like somebody's looking over your shoulder, and you've got to be perfect to uh, obtain any type of blessing or to do any, you know, to get do anything right, and then that's all coming from a person's misperceived concept of this, because they're that's just not happening. The only thing that's happening is that their male energy has taken on that kind of a, a situation where it's really doing the judging and the analyzing and 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 all of that. It's all about that part. But, you know, that's going to shift about once you start to change your attitude about what life is and that recognizing that there's just a, a power of love coming through everything and that uh, we're already perfect. <laughs> we're already yes. blessed. Yes. And nothing's waiting for us to get better. It's, it's already there. And that's what we focus into and start to experience. Fortunately, the core is whole. Uh -huh. Otherwise, we'd have a heck of a time trying to get there ourselves. Right, right. And, of course, we're blessed to have you. 
<laughs> helping us to get there. <laughs> um, you know, uh, we've come to the end of the show, unfortunately. Um, your website is caroldoray.com, and of course, we're going to have the link on the archive page. So just briefly tell people what's on there. I know there's a million products you have, and they're all great, and I have all of them almost. But uh, what's what's on there for the people that don't know? What's what? What's on your website? What items do you oh, offer? Oh, goodness. Okay. The, you know, you can go to caroldoray.com. You can go to createmoneyfast.com. My phone number is 1-800-40-POWER. And uh, the, the way to start really is the Visualization, the Power of Your Heart audio program. Now, that program uh, is the, it's the foundation. And right now... That is, that's where you start, absolutely. There's going to be the audiobooks going to come out this month of the emergency handbook. Oh, Lucia, I'm mm-hmm. telling you, this thing is golden. It is such wait. a treasure. I bet. It's got gorgeous music throughout it, so it's really high vibrational. So that's, that's going to be awesome. There is the book, the emergency handbook for getting money fast. Uh, it has been sold out now for quite some time. Uh, people, I, I have some left. They're available in combination packages. They are definitely a collector's item at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know, Lucia, but last uh, year or so ago they were selling, the cheapest you could get it was $700 wow. for people that were selling used copies. Yeah, they were paying as high as 1200 for that book. Well, I'm <laughs> so I've been recording then. it ever <laughs> since. And yeah, hold on to yours. Yeah, it's a collector. I'm going to sell it for two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what? These are going to go up higher once the audio book comes out. I'm not kidding. It's really a phenomenal thing, and because it doesn't just go into money, of course, as you know, right, it's right. got everything uh, in there, and it just really teaches you how to use this at, a, at a, a much greater level than trying to do it through the mind. But the contemplations will enhance it all. Those are key. They put you on synchronicity, and you can put them in the car and uh, let it create through you. That's the way to go. Let it be let it be done in synchronicity. So, yeah, great. lots of goodies, lots of lots of great things I for know. doing it through the heart. I know. Well, thank you so much for being on. Unfortunately, we have to go. We're over time here. Oh, um, you're welcome. Thank a, you, Lucia. A what a great show you've got. Well, thank you. All right, I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> okay, okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. All right, that was Carol Duray at caroldurey.com. I need to get out of here, um, but before I go, I just want to remind you that love inspires, empowers, uplifts, and enlightens. You're listening to The Art of Love with your host, Lucia, right here on L.A. Talk Radio.